It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. And welcome into tonight's AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1. Let's head back, bring in Dan Duva, the voice of the Vegas Golden Knights, to break this one down. And Dan... Uh, it's it's weird. I'm not used to seeing a game like this between these two teams. No overtime and a clear victor, a clear team that I think played better than the other. That's true. And the score for you know two thirds of the game did not indicate that with a one nothing lead for Vegas. There were chances for both teams. You got the feeling that Vegas was the better of the two, but it was only one nothing. And then even when Vegas got the second goal to make it 2-0, that lead lasted only a few minutes. Sammy Blay scored three minutes and seven seconds after Stone's goal. So then it was 2-1, and it wasn't until the last 13 minutes where Vegas started to pull away. Pacioretty made it 3-1. And even then, with the penalties called against Vegas, high sticking against Brown, that was at 8.23 of the third. Then Stevenson for hooking, 9.30 of the third. At that point in time, Blues still could get in it, right? They scored two power yeah. play goals yesterday. So if they had managed to score a couple of times there, then all of a sudden it'd be a 3-3 tie. That's not what happened. Penalty kill got back to what it had been. Remember, the penalty kill, uh, though giving up three power play goals in the previous two games, they've only given up four in the last 14 games. And that's what it looked like there. They, they shut down the Blues power play, which had been operating at 50% in the last six games, nine for 18. Anyway, so then after that kill, three minutes after that uh, second penalty, uh, just less than that, just a minute or so after that second penalty ran out, Mark Stone scored what was the Knights' fourth goal and then Tuck sealed it. Those last minutes with an empty net, you know, sure the Blues, you know, maybe have gotten a couple of looks there, but the game was essentially over. But uh, in all, you are correct, Ryan, the Knights were the better team today. You know, the interesting thing about the Vegas Golden Knights, and we've, we've seen this now for three games, they can score seemingly at, at will on the St. Louis Blues. Why, why has it been such an advantageous matchup for the Golden Knights offensively against St. Louis? Interesting in that it's been against a couple of different goalies. Now, Jordan Bennington, I reported his numbers earlier. His last few games and obviously did not start today, but he gave up the five goals yesterday. In the game over the summer, he gave up six. Last March, when the Knights and Blues met, he gave up five. In the game before that, February, uh, pardon, that, that game he gave up six. In the game before that, uh, also, so, like the point is here, <laughs> the Knights have been very good against Bennington. <laughs> now, Billy Huso has only played ten games, and I, I don't know if Huso was the reason why the Blues could not um, – fare better against the Knights offense today remember that the Blues are without a number of key players on defense so maybe it's some combination of factors but they have uh, they've scored goals recently against the Blues and I'm not sure if it's um, one factor or uh, multiple factors on different occasions but the reality is that the Knights have uh, scored 10 goals in two games against a division contender and this is another one of those games that's kind of dominated by the Marks, right? Mark Stone, marquee game for him. Mark andre Fleury, another solid performance. Uh, I mean, take your pick. Which guy to you 
is is kind of leading the charge in terms of MVP for this team this year? Mm. Well, because Mark Andre is not only leading this team, but he's also leading the NHL in multiple categories. I'd have to say Mark Andre Fleury, which is not to diminish what Mark Stone has done. There's an emotional boost that he has provided along with his 31 points. Like that's great, but the enthusiasm he sort of forces into this group he injects that into his teammates and maybe gets more out of them than you would see otherwise but again Mark andre is playing the best hockey that we've seen him play in a knight's uniform maybe with the exception of uh, early in the 2018 playoffs were there times with pittsburgh where he was better i, I don't know but this is some of the best flurry you've ever seen and the league-wide numbers bear that out and of course with robin leonard unavailable he's been playing What's it now 14 out of 15 games that he has started. So I'd say if I had to pick one, if I had <laughs> to pick one, it would be Mark Andre, but it's neck and neck with those two guys right now. You know, and Dan, I, the last thing that I want to touch on here, and you and Gary were talking about it, is is Cody Glass and, and how he responds when he'll be able to respond uh, to Tomasz Nosek playing on the third line, Cody Glass being a scratch in tonight's lineup. What are you expecting to see from Cody the next time he's in the lineup for the Golden Knights? I don't know what to expect, Ryan, but I, I do know that for Cody, finding his way at the NHL level is harder than you might think. When you're drafted yeah. in the first round, sixth overall, first draft pick by an expansion team that got to the cup final in its first year, all of those things on his shoulders He's been one of those guys with high expectations. There's a lot of weight that comes with that, and some people will handle it better than others. He has not had a tremendous amount of minor league time in his young career. Last year, of course, played uh, you know, with the Golden Knights for a, you know, a stretch before injury, but even before that, you go back to his time with the Chicago Wolves, just some time in the Calder Cup playoffs, and, and back and back we go. Point is... Someone like Tomas Nosek played over 200 minor league games. And I know Tomas Nosek is not on par with Cody Glass in terms of their, uh, their you know, raw talent or their expectations, right? Nosek was undrafted. But there's a, that level-headedness, that inability or the, the ability to remain unflustered that Nosek has. I'm not sure that Cody has grasped that yet. He's 21 years old, turns 22 in a couple of weeks and we hear that the management talks about overcooking guys and mm -hmm. as hard as it is for a guy who's the first round pick you know overcooking is not just about developing skill developing size it also has to do with developing a, a mindset and how to handle things when it's not going your way everybody wants to play with confidence and when you've got confidence you feel good and you can play relatively well how do you play when you don't have confidence Tomasz Nosek can contribute, even if he doesn't have confidence, right? I don't know that Cody Glass yeah. can be a terribly effective player right now unless he's feeling really good about himself, and those highs and those lows don't work when it comes to NHL consistency. All right, Dan, as always, thanks so much for joining us. Get some rest, and we will talk to you on Monday. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1 to tonight. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. And welcome back to the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5 to one and early in the first period the golden knights looking to keep the good fortune on the road would open the scoring off a beautiful goal from shea theodore here's the puck in front theodore scores from the right side wall it was marcia putting it to the slot and shea theodore scores his fourth of the year and his first since january the knights take a one nothing lead that is Theodore from Marcheseau and Carlson at 401 of the first period to make it one to nothing Vegas. We would head to the second period, and it would be all the way at the end of the second period. Mark Andre Fleury making our AAA insurance save of the game. Tarasenko with the opportunity. He's got it again. Now Krug feeds left. Perron shoots, but he shanked it. Centering try. Save Fleury. Stevenson knocks it away as the horn signals the end of the period. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So we'd head to the third period. The Golden Knights up one to nothing on St. Louis, and it's the Golden Knights adding to their lead early in the third with Mark Stone finding the back of the net. Stevenson after it. Blues attempting to clear. Cannot get it out. Back to the right. A shot. Kick save. Rebound. Score! Mark Stone, the rebound goal. There's the insurance and a 2-0 Vegas lead. That's Stone from Pacioretty and Theodore. 132 into the third period to make it 2-0 Vegas. The Blues would answer back quickly as Sammy Blay would cut the lead back down to one. Tarasenko right point. Working down the wall, Stevenson gives him a shove. Centering and a shot, they score! Sammy Blay took the pass out of the right corner. Pivoted, turned toward the net, and roofs it inside the long post. And the Blues are within a goal. 2-1 Knights. Sammy Blay from Vladimir Tarasenko and Justin Falk at 439 of the third period to make it 2-1 Vegas. The Golden Knights would wrestle back momentum off a wicked Max Pacioretty slap shot. Stevenson forcing it out. Leads Pacioretty. Speeding up the left wing. He shoots. And he scored! Off the left post and in! Vegas leads 3-1. Pacioretty's team leading 13th goal of the year. Vegas once again has a two-goal lead. That's Pacioretty from Stevenson to McNabb. 7.25 the third period to make it 3-1 Vegas. Mark Stone would add another, his second of the game. Here's Stone, a wraparound. Did that go in? The Mark goal Stone was lifted. Yeah. Stone went for a backhand wraparound. The goal rocked on its pegs, so the puck went underneath the back bar and into the end boards. That should be a goal. With eight minutes to go in the third period, the referee did not signal as much, but that's going to count as a goal. That is Mark Stone from Pacioretty and Stevenson, 12-09 of the third period to make it 4-1 to Vegas. And let's go to Pete DeBoer with tonight's postgame interview. Road trip for you guys. Just how happy were you with the effort you guys received in the third period? Yeah, it was a, it was a gutsy effort tonight and a and a real gritty win. Um, you know, we had a lot of things stacked against us, six games and 10 nights and and all the stuff we dealt with on the road, um, you know, from being kicked out of our hotel, the false positive tests and, 
you know, to end up uh, coming out the the end of this trip four and two in, in some uh, tough buildings, uh, I think is a is a great road trip. So that was our goal today. And I thought the guys dug deep to, to have an effort to make sure they got that done. Next question tonight goes to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Justin. Hey Pete, Braden McNabb had a lot of ice time there in the third period, obviously defending the five on three and then there at the end. I guess when he was out, uh, what what was he missing? What were you guys missing, I guess, and what did he bring back to the lineup once once he got healthy and back in? Yeah. Well, he's he's a warrior. He's like Martinez. They they uh you know they they, they sacrifice their bodies every night, uh doing a lot of that work in our own end and in front of our own net and blocking shots in order to help us win. Um, you know, they don't get a lot of headlines and accolades, but, uh, you know, a hu huge piece of, of our defensive effort back there and, and how we defend. And, um, you know, he's one of those identity players for us that when he's not in the lineup, we miss him. We'll turn to David Shane with the Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. Their, their power play, I guess, got you yesterday. Today, there was a big five-on-three that you guys were able to kill. Uh, I guess, how much momentum, how big of, of a factor was that? What were you guys able to gain uh, from killing that five-on-three? Well, I, I think we take a lot of pride in our penalty kill. And uh, I think, you know, when we looked at it yesterday, I don't think anyone was happy with our effort or execution uh, on it. And, you know, I think... Uh, we reset overnight and, and uh, uh, coaches did a, a good job of kind of identifying some things we wanted to make sure we cleaned up. And, and I thought the guys tonight, uh, you know, re really got it back where it's been all year, which is, you know, as, as a, a weapon for us and, and the ability to take away momentum from the other team. And I thought that's what, what uh, it did tonight. Next question for Pete goes to John Treach, Channel 8, Las Vegas. Hey, John. Hey, Coach, you think about where you were as of yesterday afternoon. St. Louis is breathing down your neck after two losses, and your guys responded by winning two games on back-to-back -back nights in their building. I know it's there's a lot of hockey left to be played, but that was a pressure spot. How how do you think your guys responded to that? Well, we responded uh, exactly how I expected this group to respond. You know, I, Nobody was happy coming out of the second Minnesota game. Uh, we had lost two in a row for the first time in a long time. And, um, you know, we responded, like I said, in the, in the opening of the press conference uh, with uh, two gritty, gutsy efforts uh, from everybody. And, uh, you know, we put in some fresh bodies tonight with uh, Brownie coming in the lineup and he gave us some, some good energy at the end of a trip. So it, it was a, an entire team effort. Take two more tonight. Next question goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. Just with that, can you touch a little bit on the decision to uh, stick with Nosek on the third line and then uh, go with Brown there? Is, I would assume it's not an injury with Glass. Is that correct? No, it's not. It's just, you know, the end of a long trip and a lot of hockey. And, and uh, you know, I, I think I talked at the beginning of the season that we were going to try and use our depth and, and rotate guys in and out uh, in these situations in order to give us some energy. And I thought that that's exactly what it did. I thought Nose gave us some energy uh, in his new role the last two nights or night and a half when we moved him up there. And I thought Brownie came in and gave us some 
some real good legs and energy tonight. Last question tonight goes to Stormy Barantoni with the Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Stone has 14 points in the last seven games. And he said kind of before this month, there was a lull of a few games where he was fighting the puck a little bit, but he just needed to get back to playing hockey. How good has he been since then? Yeah, he's been our leader all year, but, uh, you know, he's consistently been uh, excellent here for me, uh, particularly lately. He's always good, even even when he's not sticking the puck in the net. uh, You can always rely on to do everything else right on the ice, a lot like a Riley Smith. But uh, when he's creating offense for us, like he has been consistently here, you know, you need your best players to be your best players in order to win in this league, especially on the road. And uh, he's done that. Thanks, Pete. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's postgame interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. When we left you with the highlights, the Golden Knights were up 4-1 to one on Mark Stone's second goal of the game for Max Pacioretty and Chandler Stevenson at 12.09 of the third period. Alex Tuck would add an empty net goal. Falk comes back in his own end. Stolen away at center and a shot. Score! That's how it's done. Shoot it. Alex Tuck puts it in. Empty netter for Tuck. And he's got his 13th goal of the season. That's Tuck unassisted at 19.30 of the third period to make it 5-1 Vegas. And all that was left was the final call. Seconds tick off. Here comes the horn. It's all over in St. Louis. Golden Knights 5, Blues 1. And Vegas remains atop the West Division. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1, sweep the Blues... Go 4-2 on the road trip, improve to 18-6-1. The Golden Knights really in a good spot after this road trip as they return home to face San Jose on Monday. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. It's AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1. to one. Cap a six-game road trip 4-2-0. and oh. Solid road trip for the Golden Knights. Really one that, you know, as you, you go through this season, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have your ups and downs. I thought 500 on the road was going to be a, a good, solid road trip for the Golden Knights. Uh, Jonathan Marcheseau tells Dan Duva and Gary Wallace that this is a good road trip, four out of six. Picking up a win in Minnesota would have made it a great road trip. I think it's a great road trip. I, I think when you look at all the different extenuating, extenuating circumstances surrounding the Golden Knights on this road trip, this was a fantastic road trip for the Golden Knights. We remember the Golden Knights having to leave their hotel and find a new hotel in San Jose because the hotel goes bankrupt. We remember Marc-Andre Fleury unavailable for a day because he was on the COVID-related absence list. 
find out to be a false positive. Then Marc-Andre comes in, plays without preparation, without practice, without his typical game day routine, gets the win last night in St. Louis, gets the win again tonight in St. Louis. I mean, this is a team right now that as we we opened up this season talking about the Golden Knights, we talked about how important the tandem of Marc-Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard was going to be. And right now, because Robin Leonard has been unavailable, Marc-Andre Fleury has really taken to carrying the load and providing the Golden Knights with A, fantastic goaltending, and B, the ability to be at the top of this division and really humming along on all cylinders. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Hopefully, we more information on Alex Petrangelo, who did leave the road trip, went back to Vegas for further evaluation. We're, we're hopeful that there'll be an update of some kind on Petrangelo and his status as we move forward. Will Carrier missed his third game tonight due to an injury. Again, one of those situations where uh, we hope to get more information on Will Carrier, how long he might be out of action. And you know what? You look at Patrick Brown coming into the lineup. He is a straight line, north-south, no-nonsense hockey player. I thought he had some good jump in this game for the Golden Knights and provided everything that Pete DeBoer needed for that fourth line to succeed in tonight's game. Keegan Colasar, big fight in the first period. you know, And then you've got Tomasz Nosek filling in that role, playing solid minutes with Alex Tuck and Nick Waugh. That is a big, heavy line, and if they get cooking in the offensive zone, they can hold on to pucks, and they've got enough skill to put the puck in the back of the net. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1. to Finish up the road trip 4-2-0, and 18-6-1, tops in the West Division. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1. to one. Sweep the Blues in St. Louis, which is noteworthy because up until that point, up until yesterday and today, the Golden Knights had not gotten a win in St. Louis. So, uh, strong performance all the way around for the Golden Knights in the game. tonight. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. It was an early goal by Shea Theodore for the Golden Knights. One to nothing. You kind of ease yourself into the game. Marc-Andre Fleury, a couple of big saves there in the second period. And, and then it's really interesting because what we've seen out of this series is one team seemingly in control and then the third period turns a little bit. It kind of flips the script on whichever team is leading. There's typically with the Golden Knights and the St. Louis Blues a lot of scoring changes. And you know, tonight it was just it was the Golden Knights getting that insurance goal by Mark Stone the Blues answering right back, and I like the way that the Golden Knights halted any momentum that St. Louis might have gotten from that. Max Pacioretty, big wrist shot, beats Billy Huso, 
And from that point forward, it was all Vegas. And, and I thought Vegas, for 60 minutes, was the better team. They were better than St. Louis tonight. And it was nice to see this one not be a nail-biter. Like, I enjoy the nail-biters. I enjoy those back-and-forth games between Vegas and St. Louis because it's just more fun. It's just more entertaining. But you know what? Every now and again, you're going to have a game like this, and you'd rather it be a game for the Golden Knights than against the Golden Knights. It was a dominating performance and a nice bookend for the Vegas Golden Knights on this six-game road trip. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance post-game show. Extended post-game show is coming up next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network post-game show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. A lot to get to, a lot to talk to tonight. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us here talk about a dominant performance tonight for the Golden Knights defeating St. Louis 5 to 1. And the questions that I have for you. And I mean, listen. The Golden Knights are 18-6 and 1. They're tops in their division. They've beaten, they've swept the St. Louis Blues in their building. One of the top 4 teams in this division. And my only question, and, and I want to hear from you guys tonight, 702-876-1340. My question is this. How do you rate this road trip for the Golden Knights? Four and two? How do you view this road trip for Vegas? Because, like, I, you know, I look at it with a very, I, I don't want to say critical eye. Because I look at a road trip in hockey in a very simple way. You go on the road, you go 500, that's a good road trip. Anything above and beyond 500 is a great road trip. Anything above that number, to me, especially this year, is a great road trip. But then you add in all the extra stuff that the Vegas Golden Knights dealt with throughout the majority of this road trip, and it's quite frankly a fantastic road trip for this team. It really is. And, and you know, the, the interesting thing about this road trip for the Golden Knights is you're looking at a team that was tops in the division before embarking on this road trip, and it it seems like... It's, it's a common occurrence to say, okay, well, they haven't done it on the road. They've had a, a very home-centric schedule to start the season, and they just they haven't been able to do this on the road. Well, you can only play the games that you're scheduled to play. You can only do so much when it comes to the schedule. 
And the Golden Knights proved in this six-game road trip that they can win on the road, they can win at home, they can beat the best in the division, they can beat the worst in the division. This is a top-to-bottom great team that is looking to do something special. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Hey, it's, it's very special. It's a good, solid road trip. It's not the very best. Here's the one thing you'd have to caution. We're going to have to figure out a way to win in Minnesota. That may become critical come July or June. And I don't know if it ever will or not, but somewhere, some way along the line, You've got to win in Minnesota, and maybe not this season, but hopefully you can get it done when you need to get it done. And and I also would like to close our eyes on a midday in March and think of the Selkie Award going to Mark Stone and the Vesna Trophy going to Mark andre Fleury and the two of them skating to center ice on a hot July night and lifting either end of the Stanley Cup and raising it above their head simultaneously. How does that sound? I mean, it sounds fantastic. And and the Selkie for Mark Stone, I think that's a a conversation to be had. I think that you can also open the door uh, for for the Hart Trophy when it comes to Mark Stone. I think you could also open that door for Marc-Andre Fleury, the Vesna for sure. Marc-Andre has to be in the conversation, if not the front runner right now. Um, I want to go back to a comment that you made, Mike, about Minnesota. Now, I I look at those two games as the Golden Knights not playing particularly well, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I think that Minnesota did enough to win, but I don't necessarily think that the Minnesota Wild are the reason that the Golden Knights lost those two games. I think it's more self-inflicted by the Golden Knights. Are you concerned about this team's ability to beat Minnesota in a seven-game series or just specifically their ability to win a hockey game in Minnesota? Well, the first thing you have to do is get home ice. Then even if you can't win in Minnesota, it may not matter. But I know that the guys are not a winner when it comes to putting uh, their best against Minnesota. What are they, four and seven lifetime against, uh, against them? And it doesn't seem to matter where they play, but we know we can beat them at home. We just did. So am I concerned? Well, if they're seated number four and we're seated number one, that's an upset in the making unless you dig down deep and find something a little bit extra, I think. Yeah, and and I think that when you look at the players, when you look at the Golden Knights so far this season, I – I think that this season is going to battle test the Golden Knights in a different way for the playoffs, and they're going to be incredibly prepared, and they're going to realize and know exactly what it's going to take to beat each and every team they're going to see potentially in a seven-game series. I agree. That's what you have to do, because Colorado may find its game by the time we hit June. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Mike, thanks for the call. I, you know, it, it's interesting because Mike's absolutely right. The Golden Knights do need to win in Minnesota. They do have to find a way to get that done. The, the remainder of their games at Excel Energy Center in Minnesota this season because if you go into a playoff series and you've still kind of got that in the back of your mind – it's going to weigh a little bit until you get that first win there in Minnesota. So I'm, I'm curious to see 
the next series against the Minnesota Wild in Minnesota and how that goes for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Stephanie, how do you rate this road trip? Uh, I personally think it was a pretty dang good road trip. I mean, we did drop the two games against the Wild, but when you look at those two games, yes, there was the one that was a shutout, but essentially we only gave up, Flurry only gave up one goal. The second was, of course, an empty netter. And then the second game, like, they didn't just fall over and die when they got behind. Like, they charged back and got some, you know, well, uh, Coughlin got some goals in there and, you know, put up a fight. So it wasn't, it, it wasn't like a series of, you know, just, utter defeat by Minnesota. There was some fight in that. And then the rest of the games, they, you know, put put in the effort and got the win. Now, Stephanie, when you look at this road trip, the two games against San Jose, the two games against Minnesota, the two games tonight against St. Louis, and you look at kind of how the Golden Knights have fared against the, the St. Louis and the, the Colorado and the Minnesota so far this season. Are you concerned about any team in particular uh, when it comes to a seven-game series in the Golden Knights? Minnesota. I mean, when you when you look at the history and what how we've done this season, but I think there's a lot of season to go. And I think something that I did also want to point out was um, the post-game interview. Sorry, the post-game interview with Marcia So <laughs> when Gary was just yep. very angry at him for not taking that shot, and Marcia said he wanted to spread those points around. I think it's telling that the team is not self-centered; that everybody on the team is there playing for each other. It's not, you know, me, 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 me. And I think that is something that is going to be important and carry on through the season. Yeah, and thanks for the call, Stephanie. That's a great point to uh, to bring up. I mean, you you heard Jonathan Marcheseau talking about you know it's it's a four one game. I want to get touches for the rest of my line, and and it's it's an interesting it's an interesting concept because everyone out there is trying to have their best season individually, but it all has to happen within the construct of the team. And for this team to be successful, you need William Carlson feeling good about his game. You need Riley Smith feeling good about his game. You need the top line and Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson and Max Pacioretty feeling good about their game. And it needs to extend to literally every single player that's on this team because you're not going to win in the playoffs if you aren't a confident bunch that understands team concept first and the Golden Knights right now have that in spades and hopefully as this season wears on that continues to rise to the top and they're able to win more and more hockey games because they are playing as a cohesive unit top to bottom all four lines all three defensive pairs and all the goaltenders that they're going to use this season we're back with more on the extended post game show Fox Sports Las Vegas Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 5-1, to one, the final. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues. Sweep the St. Louis Blues at home. 
And that's interesting because as as Mike called in the first segment, he, he talked about needing to win in Minnesota. And well, the Golden Knights pick up their first two wins in St. Louis yesterday and today. Like, it can be done. The Golden Knights can find ways to win, and once you do, it kind of just steamrolls that confidence. And for me, tonight's game was was how I've seen, how I've viewed the three games so far against St. Louis between the Golden Knights and the Blues. Like, I have thought, top to bottom, the Golden Knights have been better than St. Louis, even in the game in Vegas that, the Golden Knights lost. Last night, I thought the Golden Knights were better. Tonight, I thought they were clearly better, and the score finally indicated that. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone line. Let's bring in Terry. Terry, before you get to your thought, what do you rate this road trip? Oh, you know what? On scale 1 to 10, I'm going to say a 7 because... It was really good. I mean, winning four out of six, you know, like everybody's saying, you want to get a split on the road, and they did more than that. But then I kind of downgraded, obviously, with, uh, you know, losing the two in Minnesota. But overall, I thought it was really good. I mean, I thought it was a really good – It was and it showed resiliency. You know, they got swept in Minnesota, came back and swept St. Louis. Like my dad would say, you know, they took it out on the next guy. 100%. What, what do you want to get into tonight, Terry? What do you want to talk about? Uh, just a little bit about what I want to say is last night, you know, I didn't get a chance to call last night. I'm still at work right now, kind of busy, but anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, last you. night, what I really was impressed with was, um, you know, the fact that on the road, they got a really full team effort. They've been doing it at home, but they haven't really been doing it on the road. And I felt like last night was a really good team effort on the road and a step in the right direction. And as far as tonight's game goes, um, I pretty much got what I was expecting. I figured, you know, with the backup goalie in for St. Louis, they would, you know, I thought maybe they would light them up or win going away, which pretty much that's what happens. They won going away because I figure Flurry, man, he's just gold. Flurry, shoot, he maybe he should be a hard and a Vesna. I know you can't do that. I, I mean, hockey, other sports, you got MVP and a Cy Young, for example, or whatever, but. I mean, Flurry's just been phenomenal, man. And I figured he'd be, you know, doing good again tonight and, you know, uh, hold up his end of the bargain. And I figured the Knights would get at least a few goals and should win. They won going away. They got them late goals, and that was impressive. And, uh, oh, I guess to answer your other question you were talking about is, yeah, definitely everybody, you know, anybody that's been following the Knights would say, yeah, Minnesota's definitely a threat come the playoffs. But believe me, I've given a lot of thought to this, and my – think my thought about it is you know we got minnesota a bunch this year and you know we're going to play them a lot those guys are going to be playing them a lot and i'm sure they'll pick up some uh victories at least one or two out there and hopefully they'll build some confidence going into the playoffs but like that first caller said you know if if we have home home ice advantage maybe we don't have to win in minnesota perhaps i mean you could be right and that's about all i got to say love the show love dan duba love all you guys Go Knights! All right, Terry, thanks as always for jumping on the extended postgame show. 702-876-1340 is the number. Anthony, you're up. All right, Al, you're up. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Hey, um, uh, I have a quick question. Is that much uh, this season? 
But I saw him against Minnesota. I think it was the first loss when they didn't have Stone. Who was the other guy? The guy that panted. How do you pronounce his last name? Petrangelo. Hello? Yeah. So yep. I think Alex, that Alex um, uh, those were the two key ingredients, for my opinion, that were the difference between the Minnesota game and tonight's game with uh, Stone in there and that Pantelangelo guy, I think they make a big difference because they just couldn't get a shot off against Minnesota. Yeah, it's interesting, Al. Mark Stone did return to the lineup. Alex Petrangelo did not play tonight or yesterday uh, against the St. Louis Blues. He's back in Vegas getting further evaluation. But what you did get was Braden, Braden McNabb, pairing up with Dylan Coughlin and Dylan Coughlin gaining some confidence in those games against Minnesota, scoring his first goal, then getting the hat trick in that game and then coming to play and, and really taking a step up, in my opinion, in terms of his confidence and his game. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side. This is the extended post game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Anthony, call back. Don't be scared. There's nothing to be scared of here. Just call back. 702-876-1340 is the number. I'm not sure if Anthony is joshing me, but... It appears Anthony got a little scared when we said his name, so he just hung up the phone. But he should call back, simply because I'm curious to see what Anthony's thoughts were on tonight's game. I'll tell, I'll tell you this. When, when you look at Alex Tuck, Tomas Nosek, Nick Waugh, you wonder how long it can be successful for. Just simply because, you, you know, you get Tomasz Nosek, you, you feel like after this amount of time, you know what Tomasz Nosek is. That line tonight, three high danger chances for, zero high danger chances against. Put them in the offensive zone, give them some time, they're going to do some damage. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Lou, you're up. Hey, Ryan. Great show again. Hey, uh, you know, I give this road trip a B plus. I'd give it an A plus had they not dropped that first game in Minnesota. There's no excuse to lose a game like that with the team that we have. You give up, well, 2 nothing, but really it was a one nothing game. Uh, and for me, when you lose that game, whether it's at home or on the road, it drops your 10 percentage points on your score. Um, my other thing is, man, the blue line – I've heard a lot of people complaining about, you know, uh, the the blue line carrying all the load. I'm okay with that because I know that the the top six, the top nine, you know, all the forwards are going to come around. And as long as I've got a blue line that can produce enough offense to win games the way that the Knights have been winning, I'm good with that. There's no way that Stone, that Pacioretty, that those guys up front aren't going to eventually kick in, and they did tonight. Um, you know, don't don't panic, folks. When the blue line is scoring all the goals, J- 
just stay with the plan and let those guys carry us for a while. Yeah, I mean, for Mark Stone, it's 14 points in his last seven games, 14 points in the month of March. So you've got to like what you're getting out of Mark Stone. And I think for me, it's just about finding balance and it's about finding contributions from your bottom six. And that's what I think is so interesting about Tuck, Nosek, and Wah at least for a game and a half, it looks like those guys can really move the needle in the offensive zone. And thank you for the call, Lou. And, and that's that's really kind of what I want to get on here, was Tuck, Nosick, and Wah, and Cody Glass. Because as as we talked about, Dan Duva and, and I talked about in the, in the post-game show, the... the Adjustment to the NHL for Cody Glass isn't going to be as automatic as everyone kind of hoped that it would, would expect it to be, simply because of where he was drafted, how high he was drafted. So, 702-876-1340 is the number. It looks like it worked. Anthony, you're up. Hello, I'm listening all the way out from Alaska. That's fantastic. How you doing? Yeah. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. So, to answer so, uh, your question, oh, what was yeah. that? Yep. Go I ahead. think Mark Andre Fleury was, my, in my opinion, the most impressive player. He played outstanding in the two games in St. Louis. And in Minnesota, in the first game, he played really well. And right in the road trip, I think maybe a six or a seven. We could have maybe pulled a point or two out of Minnesota, but I got to say over 500, it was a pretty good road trip. You know what, Anthony? Thank you for calling in. I'm going to tell you right now, that was the best call of the night. No disrespect to, to Al or Lou or Terry. Anthony, you win distinction, the best call of the night, because Mark andre Fleury, for me, for my money, has been everything for this Golden Knights team over the course of the last three and a half, four weeks. And he has been everything and given this team every opportunity to win on this road trip. And that means a heck of a lot. Well done, Anthony. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate that. We're back to wrap it up next on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 5-1 to one the final. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-2 and two on the road trip, 18-6-1 on the season tops in the Honda West division for the Golden Knights. And this is... I think 25 games into the season where we all expected the Golden Knights to be. They have met the expectation so far this season, but it's not finished yet. Now, the Golden Knights, uh, we've talked about this month, uh, really the first two weeks of this month, eight games and 13 nights. It's a lot. This was very condensed in terms of the schedule. It's not necessarily going to get any easier for the Golden Knights as you continue to move along 
this season. So all these points, all these wins, they're piling up for Vegas, and it's putting them in a very good position as we approach the halfway point of this season. And I know that sounds pretty crazy, but we're almost there. We are getting there, uh, and, and the Golden Knights have been the class of this division through the first half, and I don't expect it to change much because this team has higher aspirations than just being a good regular season team. That's going to do it for us here. Next game is Monday, 7 o'clock at T-Mobile Arena. Fans in the building at least 20% capacity. So pregame will go at 6 o'clock. Getting you ready, dialed in for Vegas, San Jose. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. Thanks to all of you for calling in. We've got Vegas. We've got San Jose on Monday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.